is this? Day 12? <laughs> day 13? It's Thursday. It's Thursday. <laughs> uh, yes, we're recording very early in the morning. Earlier for some people than others. But that's okay, because Chris, yesterday, I watched more ice hockey. Well, I say I watched more ice hockey. I watched ice hockey for the first time properly. And I am going to officially re- retract my statement that ice hockey players can't skate. Really? <laughs> um, That's they, very they, big of you. Yeah. It, it turns out they can skate quite well. The accuracy thing, I don't think it's their fault. I think it's just, I would like a bigger puck. Like a much bigger puck. I think that would make it more enjoyable for everyone. I'm just not sure it's a spectator sport. Anyway. That is that is that is a good point. The spectator sport aspect. And I, it's, well, I think it's one of those things that real, like ice hockey people just, it's kind of this dark thing that nobody really wants to talk about. Mm. The fact that you can't really see what's going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is much better in person. Yeah, and I, I and I thought that I thought that when yeah. I was watching it that it would be it would be a really good atmosphere to be there amongst the crowds, of which there are none yeah. at the Winter Olympics. But I, I did, I did feel that that possibly was true. But now, Chris, you told me I should wait and watch USA mm-hmm. Canada in the final. Then you have to correct yourself because they'd be meeting in the semi-final. Semi-finals are tomorrow. So will I be looking forward to Canada USA? Now, unfortunately, you know, I, I jumped the gun there a little bit. Um, <laughs> where really the focus, as with, you know, I should have taken a lesson from football here at the Olympics where actually the women's competition is the one to focus on. Yes. And that's where my heart was at, clearly, as I was looking forward to the uh, <laughs> the women's final, which of was course. between Canada and the USA. Uh, but actually, I this is probably the least up-to-date on the Olympics I've been coming into a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by all accounts, the Slovakia-US uh, quarterfinal was very was very exciting. It went to a penalty shootout and uh 3-2. So there you go. Very exciting. I should have I should have watched that match because the match I did watch was Canada Sweden and pretty much nothing happened until the last 5 minutes and then Sweden got two goals. I missed the first one cuz I was like I'm not sticking around for this, but I was there for the last 20 seconds when Sweden did get their second goal. So I have seen a goal at the Olympic ice hockey. Nice. <laughs> what I know about the uh, Slovakian ice hockey team uh, from watching a few games is their 17-year-old, mm-hmm. Juraz Slavkovsky, who scored the first goal of the game in that quarterfinal. And uh, because he's only 17, he has to wear like a a cage like a bigger helmet than everyone else because that's Aww. just the rules he's not old enough <laughs> <laughs> yet there he is scoring the scoring the goals and um yeah he's from uh, Kosice which uh is the hometown of a uh friend of mine so yeah that's all I know <laughs> and he's a big boy just looking at him here he's 17 years of age but he's 193 centimeters at 6 foot 4 to you and me and 102 kilograms which uh, is just a couple of kilograms heavier than me. Hmm. 
at the age of 17. Big boy. What do you know? Do you know much about the Chinese ice hockey team, Chris? <sighs> Are they Russian? No, uh, they have eleven Canadians and ah. four Americans, um, and <laughs> a couple of them are of Chinese descent, but yeah. quite a few also just aren't. And it's I, I think it's a very Olympopodian worthy story. I was reading an article in Deutsche Welle which said about the Chinese ice hockey team. China has some of the strictest citizenship laws in the world and, unlike some other countries, is reluctant to naturalise foreign-born athletes to achieve success. But desperate times have called for desperate measures. (laughs) (laughs) And it didn't work. No, but what I really like is a, a few days ago, I was reading an interview with Jeremy Smith, their goalie, and he was... <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Smith. And he was kind of uh, languishing as the fourth rotation goalie back at oh. home in America. And he got a call from his agent who was, who said, would you like to go play for a new club? You'll be the first goalie. And he said, oh, wow, where is it? And he said, Beijing. <laughs> and I think, I think the quote was... Uh, he said, if this is a joke, I'm waiting for the punchline. <laughs> but it wasn't a joke. And after two years, he became a nationalized Chinese citizen. And yeah. Nice. He, he did. Yeah. He he did say it would be a, like he, he wasn't expecting much from the games, but they were just out there to do the best they could for China. And it would be great if they had a miracle on ice against the USA. They didn't. They lost 8-0. Surprisingly, <laughs> this is, um, you know, it's actually only back in 2006, the last time that not, neither the USA nor Canada have been in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. I was looking back and see, oh, it must have been a, quite a long time since neither of them got to the semifinals. Because even in 2018, which also did, didn't have any NHL players, Canada still won bronze. But yeah, 2006... I had Sweden beat Finland in the final and Czech Republic beat Russia for bronze. And the lineup for these semifinals, Ruth, are Sweden versus Finland, right? Mm-hmm. And no. No, no, it's, Finland, it's Slovakia. Of course not. It's Slovakia versus And Russian Sweden. Olympic Committee versus Sweden. So, yeah. No. Yeah. Finland versus Slovakia, ROC versus Sweden. But you told me that it was going to be. Canada USA in the semi-final. So which is it? As as in that would have been the the people who beat Canada. Yeah. Canada would be Sweden, and the people who beat USA, Slovakia. Yeah, it seems like the yeah, it seems like our um, incredibly reliable source of Wikipedia changed the brackets between uh, now oh, and then. Okay. There you go. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, I think we can leave that in because that's just a fact. <laughs> okay, well, in that case, in that case, that's a good segue for something I found on Wikipedia. Excellent. Uh, we were talking, I don't know if it was the last one or months ago, about why there's no four Lady Bob. Mm. And did you find out? I did, from Wikipedia. I speculated it was to do with weight, and it is. So, what the, and this is... Direct quote from Wikipedia. Women compete in women's bobsleigh, which is always two women, and men in both two and four man competitions. 
Women were confirmed as being able to compete in any four man Bob say events for Lady Bob as from the 25th of September 2014 either as part of a mixed sex team mm. which I'm the I'm, open division mm-hmm, or an all female team however because women are on average lighter than men and thus at a competitive disadvantage in a gravity sport and because most sliding nations have fewer women able to compete than men this option has not proved popular with the teams <laughs> okay. so fair enough that's the answer but it does like is it listed as open then the four person no longer the four man bob the four person bobsleigh in that case i don't think it is i don't think it is i don't no. think it is yeah I don't, unlike I don't in luge which was the doubles was open yeah but one of our early bonuses we floated the idea of having weight classes mm-hmm. so i would really like to see a mixed bob and then have a weight class yeah and you could always have like if, if if it became ridiculous, you could always have a handicap, like with horses, you know, push in an extra weight. Except except that if you were at a disadvantage, they'd just put more weight into your bob. But anyway, I think, yeah, there should be weight classes and have mixed four-person bob. It was a good day of relays yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did you see any of it? No, I was in, hand- <laughs> I was in traveling in handball mode yes. yesterday, just looking at the results here. Good day for Sweden. And yes. our uh, very dodgy connection to an athlete, Maya Dahlqvist, getting <laughs> silver for Sweden. But there was the gold in the women's relay for biathlon. Johannes Klebo got himself another gold. Johannes Klebo, of course, Mr. All-Ass. All-Ass. Yeah, you know, he has started to become less ass. No. As we've, as we've progressed on. He, he, he started as All-Ass and he has lost some of his ass. Throughout the Olympics. Turn that ass into gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, did you, you said you watched ice hockey. I guess you didn't catch the women's final, which happened overnight. No. For us. I was asleep. I did read up on it. And well, half of the article was basically about how the last four years has been a mission for the Canadian women's team as they not so much try to get revenge over the USA but just mm-hmm. like to be the very best and to dominate and kind of feeds into their, they're a bit un-Canadian, let's just say, in their approach to hammering teams over and over again, not because, uh, you know, they wanted to punish them just because they wanted to be at the very best for the entire game. I think we talked about that um, a while ago. They won the quarterfinal 11-0 against Sweden, 10-3 in the semifinals against Switzerland, mm-hmm. and beat the US 3-2 in a tight game, finally. Uh, for them, but they went 2-0 up early on, and so congratulations to Canada. Yay! Chris, what's freestyle skiing? Freestyle skiing, Ruth, is uh, <laughs> where you ski free. Yeah. Uh, ski? Are we talking... Um, freestyle skiing is a broad category. It's like a, there are events within freestyle skiing. Okay. The, like the aerials is part of one. The big air, where they have one big jump and make a few tricks. They have the half pipe moguls, which we saw very early, and I wasn't a big fan of. Uh, mm. Ski cross, which is racing, and I think that's the thing that's happening now. Four athletes go out of the gate at the same time. They go on the same course. There's no lanes, and first one past the post uh, by hell or high water wins uh, the gold. Fair enough. It's a Fair it's a sport. Enough. 
It is a sport. Mm. Uh, it's just yeah, it's very it's very broad then. But I suppose that's like yeah, that's track. It's it's ba- it's like it's oh yeah exactly like it's slope. like track and field. It's just yeah, Chris has game. Yeah, Chris. Yes. Chris, I did watch some curling yesterday. Uh, Denmark's women up against Korea, and it went right to the wire. 6-7 to the Danish rink in the last length, mm-hmm. and Korea won on the last stone. 8-7. Mm. So, the Danish women are right. They were never really in, though, were they? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's getting tight Yeah. in the women's competition. Yeah. Switzerland and Sweden already through, and then it's like a four-way race. Japan currently with the advantage there. A four-way race for that for the last two spots, and the Koreans still in there. Canada, who uh, Canada, <laughs> of course, skipped by skipped by a forty-seven-year-old Jennifer Jones, mm-hmm. and uh, she's been. I think it's her only her second Olympic appearance. She's been around for a long time, but, well, as we know, it's very difficult to be the Canadian team because it's probably mm-hmm. the most intense uh, domestic competition in world curling. But, uh, yeah, good, uh, good. You know, we've been a fan of old people, so to speak, in this uh, championship. And they don't get they don't get much older than, than Jennifer Jones. <laughs> um, I say that with the greatest of respect. So it's a bit of a callback, but if you remember back to the nineteen thirty two Lake Placid Games, I remember we were talking about the Canadian team, which was just a parliamentary. Yeah, it was just a parliamentary team. Like the, every single person on the team was a politician, and they just kind of bandied together, and they won gold. Or did they? I don't know. Anyway, it was a great story. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly remember it well. <laughs> I, well. I remember the team. I'm just not. They possibly didn't win. Listeners, listen back to the 1932 Olympopods Winter Games and tell us if they won gold or not. How are the Canadians doing? Oh, the, the men are going to... The men have qualified for the semifinals. Yeah. So Canada face Sweden and Great Britain were top of the pile facing... The USA. We haven't really talked about the Sorry, Chris, US can curlers. I just, can I just cut in? Because it was a demonstration sport and Canada got gold, silver and bronze. And then we never we never saw curling again, right? Oh, well, the next year we saw Ice Stock in Ice Berlin. Stock, she's in. Yeah, in Berlin. Yeah. But then, yeah, we never saw it again until... <laughs> I'm going to say 1994. I was going to say 1994. 98. Uh, I, sh- I shouldn't have followed you. 98. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Team USA. I think uh, they're, they're a bunch of characters as well. But uh, I don't have much more to say about it at this time. Because, Ruth, I have to catch a train. Which is <laughs> seems to be a recurring theme. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is unfortunate because I've got loads more to say. But we're okay. going to have to keep uh, it for tomorrow. I want to... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you, you had a lot prepared, right? But we, I didn't actually get to I, any I'm, of that. Yeah, I'm not... Chris, you're, you're using uh, prepared in a very grand term. Okay. I had I had a number of opinions which got sketched down into a word doc. Is one of them about Valieva? Yes. Okay. Well, has she won gold so yet? Much, not yet. No. Uh, it's not so much about Valieva, but the whole Russian system and how we need a bit of an overhaul. So, we'll 
I'll keep that for tomorrow. It's a great cliffhanger. I love it. <laughs> We really talked about anything today but it feels good well given that you came onto this uh, you started this podcast not really been awake i think we did a yeah. really good job good job team <laughs> and good job to anyone who got to the end